friends and welcome to Sold for Soup. I'm Rich Whitman and next to me is my co-host Jennifer Whitman. We are so glad that you are joining us for episode number two. The support we've received from each of you this past week has been amazing. It's been awesome. So thanks for coming back. So what are we going to talk about this week? We are going to talk about how to improve our quality of life with the number of years we've been given to live. All right. So quality of life about the quantity of life. Well, that's the number of years we've been given to live. Okay, fair. <laughs> quality and quantity. Quality and quantity. Did you know that the oldest person living right now is 115 years old? Wow. Did you check to see if that person's still alive before you said that? I did. Now. I Googled it <laughs> earlier good. today. Her name's Maria. She lives in Spain. Well, congrats, so. Maria, because most humans can't make it anywhere close to 115. feels like sometimes that our lifestyles and maybe even the powers that be or the system is set up to not quite alike, allow that kind of lifespan in this country. Yeah, and I'm not even sure I would want to live to be 115 years old. I'm 50 years old now. Yeah, like, you're a half a century old. Yeah, so 65 more years? I don't know. Do you feel like you have a good quality of life right now? I have a great life. At 50? Okay, great. Yeah. But you would not want to live to be 115. I, I have I have patients that are in their 90s, and one of the things they say. So I have a few of them that are like they do very well. They're cognitively very sharp. They get around well, and I'm always like, "What do you do?" Um, so that's like an ongoing mental notes that I've been taking for the last 24 years that I've been practicing is like, "What do those people do that makes them healthy for that long?" But one of the complaints I hear a lot is. Everyone I know is dead or is dying and or is not well. So yeah, I think because you lose a lot of relationships that it would it'd be difficult to be the oldest one. When I was in full-time ministry, there were a lot of older people that I did things with, like golf and tennis. And it seemed to me that the older individuals that stayed active were some of the more healthy people. Absolutely. And that's what I noticed is that people who are active tend to live a lot longer. They just keep moving. And yeah, that's kind of my wheelhouse. I try to help keep help people keep moving. So Which is kind of scary we'll for when you think about all the kids that sit around and all they do is play video Ooh, games. Yeah, they don't have good movement. Also didn't think I'd ever be that old that I would be sitting there. But. <laughs> you did sound like an old man, like a crotchety old man. All, all right. right, so how would our lives be different if we thought that we could live forever? That's something that you and I have been discussing and talking a little bit about. How would our lives be different if we knew we only had a few years left to live? Would you want to live forever? Um, if I could be sparkly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I like vampires, but not the ones that sparkle. I don't know. I think that's a great question to ponder. Would you want to? Would you want to know that you can live forever? How would that affect your life? Would you just be reckless, or would it get boring? I don't know. How would you live if you knew you only had a short time to live? Well, there's a saying. People started this in the 2012s, 2012-ish. <laughs> How many 2012s are there? I don't know. Anyway, there's a saying, and the saying is YOLO, which means you only live once. And you and I have been talking about We have an ongoing debate about what the deeper meaning behind YOLO is. So what do you think it is, Rich? Like, what does it mean if someone's like, YOLO? Basically think that if somebody says YOLO... It's right before they're going to do something that they could supposedly regret. 
but they are thinking in their minds, hey, I only get one opportunity to do something like this in my life, so you only live once. I'm going to jump out on an airplane. Oh, I feel personally attacked. Um, <laughs> I So when I hear YOLO, I think that means you only have one life to live, so you you better cherish it and be cognizant in every moment and be present in every moment. Um, my husband thinks it means to be reckless. So that's how our brains are different. That seems fair. Some people suggest that Solomon in Ecclesiastes is suggesting a lifestyle of YOLO. He says in chapter 8, verse 15, So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way, they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God has given them under the sun. So Solomon was like, let's party. However, if you read that in its context, then Solomon is basically saying we should be thankful for our lot in life, whatever that is. We should eat our food, drink our wine, and be happy. In other words, embracing joy when we have it is good, but we should not indulge in it forever. Okay, that sounds healthy. I like that. So the Bible can help us understand a way to live longer, do you think? Yeah, I think that not only is the Bible a spiritual guide for us, but it also presents for us a roadmap that helps us with our health and our well-being. In Genesis 5, there is a history of the descendants of Adam, and the people listed in that genealogy lived well into their 900s. Yes, I said 900s. That always confused me when I was young, because I was always like, how is that possible? Until one day someone was talking to me when I was in chiropractic school, they mentioned that When humans were created, our bodies were created to live forever because there was no sin in the world, so there was no death. So I latched onto that in thinking that, okay, if our human body was created to live forever, then if we take good care of it, we could make it at least last longer and have a better quality and quantity of life. So that's where my brain goes. Well, you're exactly right says that through Adam's sin, death entered into the world. And so as we progress through scripture, we see this pattern showing up. Aggressively, each generation lives shorter and shorter lives. And the maximum human lifespan, as depicted by the Bible, gradually diminished from almost a thousand years to just 120 years of Moses. Wow. So that would explain why we don't live past 120 years anymore. Correct. And Moses says that we're lucky to even have 70 years of life. Some even may reach 80, but even the best of those years are filled with pain and trouble. Soon they disappear and are gone. That's from Psalm 9010. All right. So how do we improve our quality of life? Let's get into the nuts and bolts. What is? What do we say about that? Well, real quick, let's let's jump back for just a minute because I have a really good Jordan Peterson quote that I wanted to insert here. Um, he says, we live inside a damaged structure meaning our bodies. We also bear responsibility for that damage because we don't do everything we can to constantly repair it. All right. So how can we constantly be repairing it? I think the body is amazing at healing. If we give it what it needs to heal, then it's it wants to move in that direction. It wants to heal. So we need nutrients like food and water, hydration. We need sleep. We need healthy movement. So that's kind of my wheelhouse. I help people with their spinal movement and make sure their joints are moving correctly so that they can exercise, move regularly. I think we need positive mental health and spiritual health. I think that these ideals are confirmed by scripture. For sure. And throughout the next several weeks and months, these are the topics that we're going to discuss as we go through the Bible, as we talk about our health. 
these are all things that we're going to yeah. be uh, dealing with about. and talking about. And it, and it is, is very true that the Bible is full of things that not only help us um, as we are in relationship with each other and with with God, but also they help us in our physical relationships. And, th- and it's interesting because when you really think about it, there is a ripple effect to our decisions, whether those decisions are good or bad. If we're not taking care of ourselves, not only do we suffer, but our poor health decisions are affecting the people around us. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to point out is healthcare nowadays, to me, it seems more like sick care. So it's like low vibration, I like to say. So the mainstream medicine today is normie, normie medicine, normie diet is like kind of what we call it in our house. You can do that. You can do the norm and you could probably live about 70 years of an okay quality of life. But there are things that we can do that are that can help us live longer than that, than that life expectancy that we are expected to live. And there are things that we can do to help us live a more vibrant lifestyle. So how do we level up our our lives, if you will? And does the system even want us to do that? It seems like there's no real incentive for, you know, the current governments to want us to live longer. Once we retire and stop paying taxes, we kind of drain the system sometimes. And that's kind of like a nefarious thing for me to say, right? Honestly, I think it's fair. If you really think about it, is it possible that maybe, maybe they, maybe they don't want you to live past 70? Maybe it's we're like a drain on the system. But what if you want to do that anyway? Well, if you want to do that anyway, you're going to have to take care of yourself. Yeah. So, and like we said last week, you know, there's no, there's no better time than now to change uh, the direction that your life is moving in. Definitely, like you were saying earlier, it's still possible. I, I think that it's never too late to start, but it's never too early to start either. And you've got to take matters into your own hands if you want that for yourself and for your family. So you got to dig deeper to find the truth. It's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be in the ding dong and ho ho aisle for you set right in front of your face it's not going to be the sexy stuff that you walk by at the store it's going to be you know (laughs) does that make sense it absolutely makes sense and i also think that we need to have someone that holds us accountable for our lifestyles whether it be friends whether it be our spouse our family whoever it might be a co-worker but we need someone that's going to hold us accountable for making poor life decisions. Yes, you need to find people you trust, not only to hold you accountable, but also people you trust that you get information from because the internet is wrought. The TikTok is wrought with erroneous and incorrect information. So find someone you trust and follow them. Jordan Peterson was a good mention today. I like that guy. You got to be intentional with what goes into your body and you can't just blindly trust the sick care system. That would be my my advice. What about living in harmony with creation? How what is that? How do you feel about that? So when I was in seminary, I actually wrote a paper on environmental stewardship. Argument that I was making was we as followers of God are called to be stewards of this earth. In other words, we are here temporarily. But we are also responsible to take care of what God has given to us, our bodies, the planet. And scripture is very clear that God, his plan is to make all things new. And that doesn't necessarily just mean when he returns, that means now. And we, as a part of his creation, are called to be a part of making those things new. 
Did you follow what I just said? Yes. And so one of the things that has kind of bugged me over time is that um, I've heard some Christians argue that this world is not our home. And so the focus on caring for the earth is essentially equivalent to worshiping the creation and not the creator. And I tend to disagree with that. I also have got the sense growing up in a very conservative church upbringing that, you know, at potlucks and things that taking care of our bodies with what we ate was not, um, didn't seem to be valued very highly because our bodies were also thought to be temporary and that we would leave these behind. So what was the point, so to speak, in taking such good care of them? And in fact, if you spent too much time on that, that it seemed almost like you were taking care of something that was was going to pass away, you should be focusing on your spiritual health because that was what was going to help you live forever. So I I take issue with those because I think that there's, I think there, while there is wisdom and focusing on your spiritual health too, I think God wants us to take care of the creation that he made in the earth. And he wants us to take care of our bodies so that we can not only enjoy them, but serve others and be here for as long as possible and have abundance. I think that's just something to think about if you, if that's a worldview that maybe is embedded or ingrained in you, if you, based on how you were raised, that maybe that's something to just kind of identify and address it. If that's, you know, causes you to maybe struggle with your weight or struggle with taking care of what you have around you that, you know, maybe rethink that. And then I'd like to just mention grace real quick. Do you want, do you want to talk about grace at all? Yeah, of course. (laughs) I, I think that sometimes if we've gone down a negative path with where our health has suffered because of the choices we made, we can beat ourselves up about it, and then it can be really hard to turn the ship around, if you know what I mean. Well, the cool thing about what you're saying is oftentimes when we, when we think about grace, we think about giving someone grace, like in a sense of forgiveness. And when we talk about grace from a spiritual aspect, we think about it as God has given us grace in that he's forgiven us of the sins that we've committed. What you're saying is we also need to extend grace to ourselves with regards to maybe the way we've taken care of our bodies. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that grace helps to remove the stress to be perfect and to perfect our body that we know won't last on this earth. But I think that grace is also the reason to honor your body every day that it is on this earth. That would certainly be one way to have an abundant life, a fulfilling life, yeah. a quality to and, your life, yes, and a quantity and to your quantity. life. Absolutely. So yeah, First Corinthians 6.20 says, honor God with your bodies. That's what I try to do. That's what we are longing to do as a family, and that's what we're hoping you'll join us on that journey. It is. As, it's a journey. It is, for sure. And it, it's not always easy work. Sometimes, sometimes it's tough. Some days I don't want to go to the gym, but I make myself. And I was, you're never mad that you were never sad that you went like, man, I wish I hadn't done that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Nor am I ever sad when I eat healthy versus, like you said, eating from the hostess aisle. <laughs> oh, hey, wait, we almost forgot what you know about that. So next week, we're going to be talking about just breathe. So what do you know about Rich? What do you know about breathing? I know that we breathe in and out thousands of thousands of times a day. That's accurate. It's a a lot of breaths. I also know that if I don't take my next breath, that I'm going to die. Oof, that's true. So I also know that our breathing is supposed to be relaxed. Shallow correct? breathing. Shallow okay. breathing. Okay, I think that's what you mean. Yeah, you really yeah. put me on the spot there. <laughs> well, 
now we know what you know, which we got lots to learn about that, apparently. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so look forward to next week. It should be a good one. Thanks again for listening. Follow us on our socials at soldforsoup.com, soldforsoup on Instagram, and soldforsoup on Twitter. Go get healthy, and we'll talk okay. to you next week. Peace out.